and good morning. Welcome to February, everybody. This is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show. And today we have on Ms. Jackie Slevin, who is going to be talking to us just about everything that's going on right now. We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. And I kind of want to acknowledge, I got a letter today, and I don't get them very often. It's a fan letter, and it's by this lady. Her name is Susan Hutchins. If you're listening to Susan, hello, and thank you for the the money that you sent for my move. <laughs> that was so sweet. I really appreciate that. So thank you so much for your your wonderful um, wonderful letters that you've sent me in the past, and I really appreciate it, and I, I love getting these. So I love getting, you know, fan mail is just so cool. So anyway, I just wanted to thank her really quickly for that. And um, let's see, what else are we going to do today? Uh, We're going to be talking about, for the Celebrity of the Week, we're going to be talking about Tom uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, and because he just retired a few days ago and um, we looked at his chart and got, you know, all sorts of good information about him. So we can probably tell you why he did this, but... Anyway, um, yeah, and then we're going to be talking also about, um, I got this, it's not, I didn't get a letter, but it was on my Facebook page or on somebody else's Facebook page, it was Stephen Forrest's Facebook page, actually, it was a letter that Carl Jung wrote to somebody who had asked him, what do you think of astrology? And he came up with a pretty amazing answer, so we might share parts of this with you because you know, Carl Jung is literally second in command behind Freud about, uh, you know, the psychology of things. So uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that, too. I, I instant messaged her last night. She want to talk about this tomorrow on the show? Just oh, sure, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just thought it was an amazing letter and very, very thought-provoking. So we'll be doing that, too. So anyway... In the meantime, we're going to take a break right now, and when we get back, we're going to be talking about Mr. Tom Brady. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150kknw. And that is our wonderful music for the Astro News of the Month. We always do this at the beginning of every month, bringing up any sort of little things, little warnings or something, an alert to tell you what's happening with the planets so that you can maybe adjust or whatever you want to do. So we have, I have three items down here. Now, do you have any items here that I might have missed, Jackie? I'm not sure, but. Uh, no, I have the Tom Brady and I have the letter from Young. And yeah, no, I have my <laughs> notes that I have gathered on these. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Say, so I, so I had three items here. You know, first there was a new moon on February 1st. That was 12 Aquarius, so that would have been right on February 1st, really saluting the Aquarian age coming in, like in February. That was perfect. 
So um, I thought that was kind of interesting. And then Mercury went direct on the 3rd of February. I think everybody is probably really relieved about that. Although with my move, did you notice it during your move? Oh, absolutely. I mean, (laughs) whatever could have gone wrong pretty much did. Uh I mean, yeah, getting access to parking and getting access to the elevators. Uh And it was... It was important that we had to get a storage unit and getting access to the storage unit on certain days and certain times and parking where we needed to park so we wouldn't have to walk so far. I mean, it, it was and the mail and switching the mailboxes from one building to the other. I mean, oh, on, was, all Mercury stuff, isn't it? Oh, it was it was endless, endless, endless. Oh, wow. And nothing really went that smoothly. Oh, really? That's yeah. You know, yeah. I, I when I moved, you know, I think you and I are probably moved around the same day. I bet <laughs> I'm not sure, but I moved on the first. Is when I moved. Oh, February. Yeah, I moved in mid January. Okay. We did it, but we did it over a period of days. There wasn't just one moving day. Yeah. There was one moving day of the moving van with the heavy furniture, but we did everything else. And yeah. It was, right. It was insane. Right. We um we did it two days, the thirty first and the first. And uh, me and just a friend of mine with his big truck. And that was, it was just fine. It worked really well. But, you know, it, it occurred to me later, after this was all over with, I said, we had a Mercury retrograde while I was moving. I said, what happened? Nothing happened. I think sometimes it's better to just say, I don't know about Mercury retrograde right now. I'm just moving. You know, type of thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I really don't care if there is one or whatever it is. I just just kept had to keep going. You know, it also depends on what transiting Mercury is doing in your chart. If if the station of the retrograde hit anything, well, what was the degree again of Mercury? Well, it stationed retrograde on January fourteenth at ten Aquarius, and that opposed my Venus. Okay, a- and then it stationed yesterday at twenty four. Capricorn and that squared my Neptune. Okay. So yeah, so I mean, come on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it was all planned out for you. Oh boy. Oh yeah. my goodness. Well, yeah. neither one of those points hits anything in my chart, so maybe that's lucky why. you. Yeah, yeah. It was lucky. Really lucky. Lucky you. Oh, oh, I'm just so glad it went basically without any hitches. So. Anyway, okay, well, that's good to hear. All right, so, um, and then finally, there is a full moon on February 16th. That's at 28 Leo Aquarius. Is that hitting you at all? It should be, is it? It hits my Pluto within two degrees. It does. Well, just cancel this whole month out. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I mean, it's it's just been, I just have to write it off as a blur because it's just, everything is one day at a time. Oh, God. And yeah, it is, and it's... It doesn't flow smoothly, but it will. Things it will. things will get better. Yeah. Yeah. Jupiter's um, coming up to my ascendant, so that can't be bad. Oh no, that's fabulous. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm um waiting. was twenty eight Leo okay, that's on my north node. I have twenty nine degrees Leo Aquarius, North Node. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So then, then you'll meet so you may hook up with someone who's well known. You'll come across somebody who's well known or Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the first and seventh house. My seventh house is where my north node is. So it could be somebody that I meet, you know. Yes, exactly. yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that would be an introduction of some kind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> who the heck knows? It could be possible. But I remember once I did a reading for a gal who, I mean, this was how, how exact pl- 
astrology was. She had a Mercury or Venus at 26 Capricorn. <laughs> and this was just as Pluto was ticking right over that. And she said, I said, you got any relationships? No, I don't. I want a relationship. I, I'm fine without them. I'm just fine. I said, well, you better watch what you say because it could be something that comes along. No, I don't want it. I'm sorry. I just, she was really well adjusted and all that stuff. And I said, well, just, she said, when is this going to happen? Well, probably any day now. Happened the next day. <laughs> yeah. She contacted me. My God, how did you do that? And I said, I didn't do anything. It's your planets. You know? That's right. Yeah. Your planets were what called him in. So, and she's still with him. She's very happy with him. So it's very cool. Oh, yeah. yeah it's very neat. So, anyway, okay. So we did that. And uh, now we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Sorry, I just. Changed. Okay, and today we have Mr. Tom Brady on, even though he's not here. Oh, it wouldn't have been fun if we had him on the air, but no. Uh, anyway, his birth- birthday is August 3rd, 1977. And let's see, he was born at 1148 a.m. No, a.m. in San Mateo, California. You know what I realized is that... He was born three days before the Seahawks had their organization validated in the, in the NFL. Ah. The very first, I think it was actually the very first day they played an exhibition game was August 6th, 1977. That's amazing. Yeah, and I thought, well, because the, the planets looked awfully familiar to me because I've been staring at this chart for a while. So anyway, let's take a look at his chart here. And um, well, the fact that he was born in Leo with the sun right at the top, you know, that's like, well, (laughs) nothing but fame there, you know. Well, not only that, it's conjunct Saturn and sun Saturn in the 10th is that's that's a leader. That's someone who's going to take control and command and will, will be put in the spotlight whether they want it or not. That's very true. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. And. And his Aries moon, you know, he's going to do it his way somehow. So, and he's going to do it as quickly as possible. <laughs> as quickly as possible. <laughs> he, won't have patience. <laughs> he won't have patience for people who can't keep up with his pace. No. That's the truth. So, no, no, yeah. he wouldn't at all. Yeah. That's funny. No. Yeah. <laughs> also, he has a sun sextile Mars. Yeah. Within, within a degree. Mm-hmm. That's a strong body who can take an aggressive stance absolutely quite easily and without even thinking about it yeah exactly right yeah you know and i would imagine that when he really got angry boy he could just start yapping the gums and off he goes oh absolutely yeah not now speaking of anger and well there's a there's a whole lot of camaraderie here too yeah. Because he's got an exalted Mercury in the eleventh house, which is right. the house of teamwork, yeah. and he's got a T square to it. Yeah. That Mercury squares Neptune, and it squares Mars. Right, exactly. So you're right. The Mercury Mars is the sharp tongue, which comes from a sharp mind. Yes. But he has the ability to do amazing things mm-hmm. with a team. Yeah, right. And there's compassion there with that Neptune oh. attached to that. You know, if he comes down hard on somebody, he would come back later and apologize to them. He'd have to. I'm sure he would. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. 
Yeah, fen- phenomenal. Now the Pluto right up there uh, just above the ascendant. It's an immense amount of power. It may be hidden from everybody, but you, just can, you can just tell the way he governs his body. And he actually, somebody said about him, he had the most incredible workout issues, or not issues, but program that he went through. He kept himself in such amazing shape, you know, and I think that's really the Pluto up there in the 12th, really close to the ascendant. You know? Well, actually, Pluto's rising. It's it's close enough to the ascendant that it is that's indeed true. rising. Yes, that's true. So, yeah. So that's kind of like almost having a Scorpio rising. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> few more degrees it would have been scorpio right yeah <laughs> and in the sle- in the slevin system his pluto is his principal planet okay it's the, it's the one in closest ptolemaic aspect so okay. he's gonna find a way or make one you know absolutely I mean, yeah yeah and you know i think you know depending on what he does now because he's really has the emphasis on his family right now while while he's retiring but the thing is i want to look at okay i'm just sorry i'm changing degree i always do this mercury ran a square i changed direction in the middle of a sentence anyway so what happens is that uranus is squaring his sun right now isn't it yes like it's fairly close isn't it 11 degrees approximately it's opposing it It, it, it's opposing it oh right oh no wait no it's squaring squaring it you're right yeah you're right Yeah. yeah 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 But he also has Sun Saturn opposing his Sun Saturn. And that's the retirement. Yes, that's right. Saturn, Saturn in aspect to natal Saturn brings permanent changes. Yeah, that's right. And th- this is going to change his life. Absolutely going to change it. He's gonna... However, I don't know that it will take him out of the spotlight. Not for oh. long, anyway. No, I don't think so. I don't think it is either. But um, it's interesting because of this. And um, the Saturn, opposed Saturn, moon, sun, bone, sun, all that kind of stuff. That would have been an awareness that things really were coming to an end. And I think a lot of us astrologers probably looked at his chart before this happened, said, was he going to or isn't he? And looking at this is, oh, yeah, of course he's going to do it, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's time, you know, 22 years. That's just one year beyond 21 years, which is three quarters of the Saturn cycle. And right. he would be very, very governed by Saturn cycles for him. Very governed. Because he would do things, you know, at a duration of time that would equal be equal to some sort of Saturn cycle, right? Right, because he has some conjunct Saturn. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly yeah. right. So so every seven years, he's going to get a whammy. Yeah, right. He has a seven-year mm-hmm. itch, you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. itch somewhere, but he has to scratch it. So where is he going to scratch it, Right. So I wouldn't be surprised also, Eileen, look at that transiting Neptune on his sixth house cusp. There may be a health issue there that's latent or that he doesn't want to talk about. I see. Yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could be. I and mean, Chiron's on his moon. So there, there, there's either that or he's at least feeling his age and he shouldn't push the envelope any further. That's very true, I think. And, you know, the Neptune thing in the sixth just basically means he may have something that Something they can't figure out. In him. Right. Could be an autoimmune disease or something. It's very hard to diagnose. Very, very hard to diagnose. Or he doesn't want it diagnosed. Yeah. Or, or he doesn't get <laughs> That's Neptune for you. I don't want right. to know what it is. <laughs> no, they don't want it. No. Or he has a medical issue that he does not address. That's yeah. right. Exactly. You know that what they say about Neptune, right? Today's show is powered by Neptune. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nathan recorded that a few weeks ago. I did love that because, mm-hmm. you know, being under this Neptune transit myself, and it's still there, 20 degrees and 20 degrees and 20 degrees, one degree away from my son. It's just sitting there, sitting there. So it's just been very interesting. So anyway, so he's just kind of, you know, um, I just found it interesting because of the Saturn sun, and I never would have expected that, but I I did realize that when I kind of looked at him a lot, he's pretty serious, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, isn't goofy and silly, although he d- does get goofy and silly sometimes, you know, just after he won the Super Bowl last year. That was kind of funny when he was throwing the the the, um, the, the thing across the water to another player, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. The, the statuette or whatever it is. Yeah. So, well, that was kind of interesting. But... I- I also read that you see he's got Cancer Capricorn on the on the tenth uh, and the fourth. His great grandfather was a professional athlete. Okay, that so he's, he's that's he's got the raging genes. You know something hereditary was going to manifest. Right, exactly through his father's side. I think so. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. That's interesting. Okay, yeah, and hmm, that's, yeah. Well, that would mm-hmm. make perfect sense to me, and. You know, um, the interesting thing, too, is is how far did he go in his education? Do we know? He graduated college at University of Michigan, I believe. Okay. I think he graduated. I'm not certain. I know he played he played football there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because he has, you know, Jupiter and Venus up there. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, and I just wonder how he met his wife. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that may have something to do with it. Whether well, his wife is ruled by Mars. Uh huh. Well, she's uh, she's in Aries. I don't know because because well, he has Aries on the descendant. Okay. So that right, would, right, 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 right. And his Mars is in Gemini. Right. Conjunct the part of fortune, so his wife would be extremely talkative, yep, versatile, yep. and bright and witty. Right. Yes, exactly. Th- All those things. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and not afraid to say to say anything either to us. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, but that's what he would want. That's what he would need. Mm-hmm. You know, even yeah, I, I don't see so much in here is that I don't see that much. And he's got Uranus squaring his son, doesn't he? Oh, that's interesting. Um, yes, he does. And um, so it makes him a little different than most Leos, obviously. Well, not only that, uh, Sun Square Leo. Well, Leos in general don't like to take direction because they are the king. You know, yeah. they're the king of the jungle. You don't tell the king what to do. No. But the, uh, Sun Square Uranus really does not like to take direction. That's true. But they would also be. <laughs> uh, well, it depends on how well they were brought up. If they were brought That's up true. with other people in their family or outside of their family that were different in sa- status, you know, society status. That would have been something he would have gotten used to, you know, and so that would make him, I don't know, perhaps a little more tolerant of that or something, you know, or he'd have friends from all walks of life. Well, yes, I would agree with that. And mm-hmm. also with the Libra rising and the North Node right on the ascendant. It's true. With, within a degree, he was around very civil, well-mannered people. Yes. And yeah. manners were an issue. Yes, that's very true. You have a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you trying to get a hold of me there? Oh, 
Oh, sorry. We went way past it, didn't we? I'm sorry. Okay, we've got to take a break right now. We're seven minutes past the break time. Well, what do you do? Anyway, we're going to take a break right now. When we get back here, we're going to have more with Jackie Slevin. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Linda Rasmussen at VerticalEnergyWorldwide.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our Animal Friends Sunday. We'll check in with all our regulars, Marilyn at Meow Cat Rescue, Help Animals India, and Laura at Seattle Dogs Homeless Program, the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga. Hope you can join us for Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. We today have Miss Jackie Slevin. And I just saw something in this chart. He's having his Uranus opposition. Oh, I just saw the same thing on him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the Uranus conjoins his um, natal Chiron, I bet his wife, in the seventh. I bet he was cajoled. Uh, probably too. Yeah. But didn't she? They were talking about this. They were saying she was saying, "Well, what are you going to do? You you got kids to take care of. You have me to take care of." You know, she kind of stood up to him and said, "It's time for you to take care of the family." Mm-hmm. I think she did something like that while he was trying to figure out whether he was going to retire or not. You know, and he listened to her. Yes, yeah. Uranus opposes Uranus, and Uranus rules his fifth house of sports. So. Yeah. He may take care of his family, and I'm sure he will do a very good job of it. But I don't think his career is over by a long shot because oh, I no. think we're going to see him at the microphone. Yeah, he's, as a commentator. Well, he's going to be, you know, he's got that that business that he runs, you know, and he probably uh, probably be a commentator for the NFL. I have no doubt yeah, about that. He'd sure. be a good one too because he speaks well. Yes, he would be. Yeah, and so and and that would be really cool for him. But you know, the thing is too, though. With the, all the Uranus hitting him right now, I mean, he could literally find a different route. And you know what he's planning to do is he's going to move to, I think, Nashville or someplace oh. like that where there's a big contingent of Republicans around him because he's a Republican. Didn't know that. Yes, okay. he is. He was, voting, he was in Trump's camp during oh, the campaign. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, he was. So he's conservative to some degree. Mm-hmm. Well, look, Sun Saturn. Hello. He'd mm-hmm. be conservative. Yes. You yeah. know. So he's been talking about, he's, he bought a big tract of land down there, about $17 million worth. Oh, boy. And a lot of acreage. And he's building a house down there for him and his kids and his wife. So, I mean, that's really goes back to a Cancerian sort of life for a while, it seems like. Yes. Yes. But, but uh but that's really coming back home is what he's doing, you know, and that's something that he has to do because to be on the NFL, I mean, that's like seven days a week, you know, 24 hours a day. That's what they Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yeah. And not only that, now transiting Jupiter is also opposing that apex to that Mercury in the T square, yeah. giving him a, a transiting grand cross immutable signs. Okay. Which can make one, 
involved in transportation or communications in some degree, or it could just make one a chicken without a head, going 17 different directions at once. Checking in without a head, you said? I, I said a chicken without a head. Oh, okay. <laughs> Running in 17 different directions, at like like frenetic nervous energy. Oh, I believe but, it with that Mars in, 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 in right. Gemini, for sure you could but, do that. But with its, when it's channeled correctly, it could make him extremely productive and begin communicating as a commentator, as a spokesperson, almost immediately. Uh, I think so. Yeah. He, are they going to jump on him? You know, whoever yes. gets him first type of thing. They will see, he will be seized. Yes. Seized. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great word. We're going yes, to seize be. you. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Well, you know, I have a double wheel here, here with the plants outside of it and everything like that. And, you know, um, it really, I, it seems to me, given everything that's going on in his life, that he really couldn't really um, not retire, you know, because there was a deep change ready to happen in his life. You know, it's, ha and, it's, hap it's happening right in front of his very eyes. That's right in front of and our eyes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Saying, yeah, he's going to do it because, you know, this length of time of, you know, how he's 44 years old, I think. That's a little old for a quarterback to still be playing and be playing for 22 years. That's a lot, mm -hmm. you know. And sure is. But, you know, with a son, Saturn, he would have he would have the endurance to do that. He would do the it. The endurance and the discipline to keep going forward no matter what. That's right. Exactly. So we kudos to him for doing this because I think he may have some rewarding times coming ahead that basically he's never see coming. So I would agree with that. Okay, good. Yeah, because, you know, in reality, I think he's probably very much a humanitarian he, I've seen him do things for people and, and really, really take them by surprise, you know, and been a very, very heartwarming person. So um, we know that we know there's probably an ego there. Yes. But he still loves people. I would go along with that. Yes. And Jupiter was going to try in his midheaven in March. Oh, how lovely. That's nice. So that's when he'll be put thrust again on the world stage. Yes. Right. With Jupiter being the ruler of broadcasting, kind right. of. Yes, right. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> so that's perfect for him. All right. So we've done him enough for now, but, you know, he, he did deserve our time because you know, anybody that makes a major decision who has been living his life for one way for many years and then changes direction in the middle of the stream really needs to be looked at astrologically yep. to see what the heck it made him do this. You know, and I don't think he had to think about it that long. It was interesting because they, the news picked up on it two days before he actually did it. And I said, of course he's going to retire. And two days later, he says, yes, I am. And nobody says, everybody says, no, he's not going to do it. And the, you know, all the officials said, no, they're going to, but he did, you know, and um, more power to him, I say. Good job. So anyway, what we also have here, and I know if you saw this letter from this person who was asked to, and there's another break to do right now. Okay. Yes, I'm really organized today. We're going to do a break right now. When we get back, we're going to talk about this letter that I have been looking at. And we'll leave you in suspense to see what this is. Okay, okay. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
and this is a live read for Wanda Buckner, who is a pet psychic. Wanda Buckner is a gifted healer, animal communicator, and psychic. Here are two of her latest reviews. I am forever grateful for being able to heal through my sessions with Wanda. They have truly been life-changing and life-saving. They deal with the a substance of my life that could not be accessed any other way. In regard to Wanda's emotional work, animal work, excuse me, Wanda has been nothing but short of, gift, of a gift to us. Her ability to communicate with animals is amazing. We are all very incredibly grateful for her, for sharing her gift with us and our dogs. So if you want to set up an appointment with her for a complimentary consultation, email her at wandasoffice at gmail.com. Again, that's Wanda's, W-A-N-D-A, office, Wanda's office at gmail.com. And Wanda will be my guest next week. Oh, boy. She'll be on our guest, my guest next week, and will be taking your calls. So be sure and tune in. Uh, next week or February 19th? February 19th. Oops. Okay, that's two weeks. I'm sorry. We got, we got Matt Shea next week. Sorry, I just skipped a week. Okay, that's February 19th. Too, too early. So that's February 19th, and will you be able to call in and talk to her about your kitties and doggies, okay? Thank you. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Charlie Serafin, who asks the question, when did you stop being you? We will go searching for your personal brand in this crazy world. On Saturday, Catherine Alice returns for her pre-Valentine's weekend visit with her personal message, which is, love will find you. It's not about tips and tricks. It's a way of life. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and my guest this morning is Miss Jackie Slevin from New Jersey. Are you still in New Jersey or did you move? I'm still in New Jersey, three, oh, good. two okay. miles from where I was living. Same okay. town. Oh, good. Okay. And uh, we were going to talk this morning. I thought we'd talk about this because it's interesting. I saw this on Stephen Forrest's page on Facebook, and I was very excited to read it. It was from a professor, somebody uh, in uh, India, Bangalore, India, okay? And he sent him a question. Uh, You have a question about whether astrology is actually real to yourself. And this is the person, I'm not going to tell you who who wrote this letter because I want to say that to the end. So um, what did you think of this letter? It's extraordinary. I did. Yes, it was. It's absolutely extraordinary. And yep. that it was written, exchanged between scholars in 1947. Yes. Uh, makes it even more so, in it my is. opinion. It's yeah. just extraordinary. And Jung was very much ahead of his time. Yes, he was. And that's who, who actually wrote this letter was Carl Jung, who was probably second in the field besides Freud for um, psychotherapy. And uh, he basically wrote here one sentence he wrote. He said he often finds that astrological data supplied, uh, wait a minute, here I have to find this again. Um, It really explains things that otherwise can't be explained by regular study. And also he said if he has a client or um, somebody who comes from who needs extensive therapy, 
before he even gets started with him, he looks at their birth chart. That's I found that amazing, just amazing. Yes. And um, because in, before this, I had heard that Carl Jung sort of used it as a hobby, just kind of look at it, not really take it that serious. But this means he really took this stuff seriously. He yes, really did. he did. I yeah. think he always did. And he was in the closet about it for a while. But I think this is when he came out of the closet yeah, about I it. I mean, um, I don't know when this is dated. It was, oh, wait, it says at the top, September 6th, 1947. It'd be, right. be fun to do a chart for that date and look at it. Would, it would be interesting to put this chart around Jung, the, the chart of the state around Jung's chart. Exactly right. I'm going to do yeah. that when I get home. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, because truly he was he was thinking about it and this man who who wrote him really like it seemed like he said listen do you care about it or don't you like committing to one way or another because he kept saying things in here that were um, he was talking about the issue of projected things you know and it Sometimes when we have issues that are playing out by other people, that's projection. That's stuff that yes. we're not owning. And somehow um, the other people are acting it out. If we could get that, we can really own that. You know, a lot of people can't. So it's... it's. I, a, yeah. I think it would be a great idea to read this whole paragraph out to our readers. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which, go ahead. How about you right. reading it? That would okay. be lovely. All right. The, uh, this is Jung speaking here. I must say that I very often found that the astrological data elucidated certain points which I otherwise would have been unable to understand. From such experiences, I formed the opinion that astrology is of particular interest to the psychologist since it contains a sort of psychological experience which we call projected. This means that we find the psychological facts, as it were, were in the constellations. This originally gave rise to the idea that these factors derive from the stars, whereas they are really in a synchronicity with them. Yes. I admit that this is a very curious fact, which throws a peculiar light on the structure of the human mind. <laughs> yeah, that's like, well, yeah, no one could have said it better. <laughs> no one could have. He's, he says, well, it's this kind of this weird cosmic stuff, but it's weird, but I'm buying it, you know, <laughs> and well, it weird. It's weird, but it works. And yes. to this day, we cannot pinpoint how. Yeah. But we know that it does because we see it panning out all around us. Yes. And for him to actually admit that not, and for somebody who's a leader in a in a particular field, they'll never admit to being wrong. No, they won't. You know, and he's actually thinking, well, um, we have to entertain this other information because it's valid. But we don't know why we're doing it, <laughs> you know, and it it doesn't make sense to me. But I have to say that it is valid. You know, and that's what he's been saying in the letter. You know, do you know what I mean? I, I absolutely know. He's he's trying to put his finger on the mystery of it yes. and try to come up with a nuts, nuts and bolts explanation. And he can't. No. But he knows that nobody else can either. <laughs> yeah, right. But <laughs> he sees things in a horoscope that escape him that are otherwise not visible. That's right. Yeah. In the person. And he, he, you can diagnose, I shouldn't say diagnose, but you can 
see areas in people's lives where they would have the most trouble yes. if you have a copy right. of their chart. Right, exactly right. Yeah. And other areas in their life where they're just going to skate. That's right. I mean, he admitted that it was these th very things that he would find in a chart that were um, so like bizarre out of left field or something. And mm -hmm. it wasn't any other way they could find it by th except through a chart. That's right. just, that was amazing, you know. Um, yes. And when this letter came up on Facebook, I started screaming out loud. I was so excited about reading this because it's a validation of what we do, you know. And anybody who knows uh, anything about Carl Jung and his philosophies, follow them. You know, Jungian person will follow mm -hmm. him all the way down the road, you yes. know. And now with this information in there, you know, we have to add the possibility of astrology being very valid to him yes he used it extensively yes he did he did mm -hmm. yeah and before he he admitted to using it kind of peripherally as just something to do you know but didn't really ever nail it right like this letter nailed it he said yes. i'm using it i'm using it yes yes so this was quite the thing you know and I don't know if this is any sort of major news announcement, but it sure was to me when I read it. My mouth just dropped open. I couldn't believe it, you mm -hmm. know, so I was very excited. I mean, I love it. Anything that validates what we do, you know, it's a tough thing being an astrologer, kids. It's oh, tough. It's a very strange calling to have this. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it is bizarre, isn't it? You know, and, and it's bizarre. It, it's a calling. It is a calling. Absolutely. It's a calling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always said that it, you know, when it, you know, when astrology comes around, it comes around and says, taps you on the shoulder, says, it's you. It's you. And you go, yeah. well, why, why do I have to do this? Because you have to. You have to do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're being called. You're being called. So necessity yes. makes you take a look at it. You know, and that is, uh, and it never, ever fails to excite me and to make me just drop my mouth with glee when stuff happens like this. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't it still do that for you? Yes, I'm at it 40 years and my mouth still drops <laughs> on occasion when you can pinpoint yes. dates and traits. and Yeah, mm -hmm. and you have 10 years more in it than I do, but still... It just never ceases to amaze me every time. No, it's the endless enigma. Yeah, it is. The, the sky the sky changes every four minutes. The angles of horoscopes change every four minutes. Right. So, so, and so all you have to do is look out the window and see the clouds moving and things are changing. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's yeah. the nature of, the nature of change is very much important to astrology. Yes. And evolution, obviously. Same thing, so... Awesome, awesome, awesome. I just, I loved it. I loved it. So too bad nobody else will come out and do this, but I think we've got the best one here. I do. You know, the best person to do it. because This is suitable for framing, actually. Actually, I'm going to frame it. It's, <laughs> it's, I printed it out here, see? and I, got I, I printed it. it out, too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we're definitely going to be doing that. Yeah, that'll be on my wall before the end of the day. So it, it's... Um, you know, because back in 1990, when I was trying to figure out what to do with my life, I had had the transit of Pluto on my Mars, and that ruled my midheaven. Okay, so that tells you something. 
and and all of a sudden this thing landed in my lap. I was invited to breakfast. I was doing another business at the time. I was invited to breakfast by a potential client, and he asked me before I met him, he says, can you give me your birth information? I said, my what? He says, your birth information. I want to see your astrological chart. I said, okay. I didn't know what that meant. And I sat down with him at our breakfast, and he told me a lot of stuff that was going to happen. And it did, like the big one, which was my husband and I broke up. And, and you could see that, you know. Is it Mars is your passion, folks. If it, and it's your deepest possible passion with Mars and Scorpio, it, goes, it reaches really deep. And so for me, and it also rules my midheaven, which is my career. So whatever I had to do in my life, it had to be a career that would keep me involved for the rest of my life, you know, just by just by sheer, you know, sheer magic or sheer whatever it is. But I had to have that passion element to whatever I did. And this came along just at the right time, you know, just when I had that transit. You know, transits are great that way. <laughs> you really are, you know, because it, it'll t- turn your world around. really does. Yes, they will. Yes, it will. So... Anyway, um, thank you so much, Jackie, for looking at this with me. I, I just thought this was such a major thing to read, and um, I think this, this should become part of our lexicon here. So it's good I know. agree. I agree, too. Every astrologer should have a copy of this in their office. That's right. They shouldn't. It should be framed like a, yes. like a diploma. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, okay, so. Let's see what else have we got. What else have we got going on? What have you got? Are you thinking more about Pluto um, having our Pluto return yet? <laughs> I think it's not that I need to think about it. I we just have to turn on a TV or a computer, yeah. and there we see it happening in front of us. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, a lot of things are going on in the world that are, you know, a little iffy. You know, like Ukraine and Russia and all that other stuff, but. You know, I'm looking at, you know, the overall overarching thing over this thing, and it's Pluto, and it's about life-changing events that will change. It's, yeah. yeah, it's it's all the harmful bacteria coming to the surface. Yes. <laughs> and you have to lance that wound, don't you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and, and in the meantime, the pandemic seems to be slowing down. You know, like this particular variant was really slow and quick, or really quick. And also not as not as extensively uh, contagious or serious, and it seems like I just remember reading in the past when there was a pandemic that came along, it first first two variants were like kick them, kick kicked everybody everywhere, and then the last several ones were wearing out basically. It was just kind of coming to a slot a stop, you mm-hmm. know. And I think it is coming to a, an eventual end. But um, it's it's really changed how everything has been done in this society. Everything's changed. Oh, absolutely. And there are many countries now who are treat who have removed restrictions regarding yeah. COVID and they're treating it just like the regular flu. Yeah, that's right. That, and that's, that this isn't going away. So. Yeah, that's true. And it probably will take the page or take the place of a type of flu in eventual in an eventual situation. So It'll be something interesting, and we'll be all looking back on it going, why did we get so upset about it? But you can see that, that we got our training through this. <laughs> we were trained to do this. Yes, you know, we, we were. Had, we had to do it. So, okay. 
So anyway, we've got to take another break right now. When we get back, we'll have a little bit more with Ms. Jackie Slevin. We'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. There's a lot of information that we need to make in our selections of medical plans, and talking to someone like Susan can be a more of a clear and trying, trying situation than trying to do it yourself. So if you want to talk to Susan about your medical care coverage, here's a phone. She is just a phone call away. You can call her at 253-318-9379, or you can get a hold of her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. This is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and did you know that I do private astrological readings? If you have issues or problems in your life that plague you, perhaps an astrological reading would be just the ticket. I've had more than 30 years' experience in astrology, and there isn't much I haven't seen, so I know I can help you. You can contact me at 206-816-0546 or go to EileenGrimes.com to make an appointment. Thank you very much, and I'll see you soon. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Almost didn't get that Mercury out. retrograde strikes again. <laughs> he was just waiting to use that. <laughs> oh, funny. Good job, Nathan. My chin is like, oh, oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, okay. Well, that was funny, wasn't it, Jackie? <laughs> goofy, goofy, goofy. Anyway, you know, I think it's fun to make fun of uh, astrology sometimes because some of it is just so hysterically funny anyway, you know. It really is. Don't it you? is. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. We really can really poke fun at ourselves, too, when we're doing it. So anyway, okay, so for you, now when does all this stuff happen? I can't remember the dates exactly, the, for the dates of the Pluto conjoining the Pluto. Oh, I don't think it's until 2023 20. or even 2024. You mean when it gets exact in the Sibley chart? Yeah. I don't have it. Oh, that's okay. No worries. No worries. No. That's okay. But it isn't in 2022. I think I'm. Yeah, but we're seeing some of the things that possibly could be, right? Oh, well, well we're going to see. A, well, Pluto stations retrograde on April 29th at oh. 28 Capricorn. Mm. So I think that's going to be a big whammy. Yeah, that will be because mm-hmm. the degree of Pluto in the natal chart of the United States is 26 or 27 or something. Yes. Like that. And there it is. Yeah. And so that Pluto is going to really trigger something. Ouch. Yeah, it will. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that it basically, I call that the first shot across the bow. Boom. You know, the first That's thing a, that yeah. we'll be aware of in our society mm-hmm. that needs some work, you know, and, uh, and transformation and things may, you know, 
as a result, start and start the ball rolling through this whole thing that's happening. I mean, the, the transit itself is a good two-year transit, isn't it? Approximately? More, yes. That's what yes, I it is, because Pluto's moved so slowly. And on April 30th, the following day, we're getting a solar eclipse at 10 Taurus. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Duly noted and logged. <laughs> that could be something with Bitcoin or... Yes, Zell, could be with Uranus. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah right, mm-hmm. exactly. So Finance, that could be our financial solar. institutions taking yeah. a, something a hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, boy. You know, none of us likes to see this stuff coming, but, you know, when we reach the point where we've gone so far away from our history and why we do things, like we did a few years ago, and I'm not mentioning any names, but... Um, we did get really far away from our, our country and what it's about. You right. know? And so this is the stuff that may be really telling that what's happening because 2024 elections coming up will be dealing with that same enter, entertaining thing again. The same, mm-hmm. yeah, if he, actually, I have a feeling he may not live that long. I just have that feeling. You know, it could be that he all of a sudden becomes senile, and that's it. You know, I don't know, but he's going to be kind of up there in age, isn't he? 78, 79? Yeah. 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 And and Biden is already there, but he's doing a pretty good job. So um, I'm not worried about him at all. But um, it, it's, it's just really interesting to kind of watch the, the country and how we are working under people that are older rather than younger. We used to have younger presidents. Now we have older presidents. So um, I think the, the, that kind of sort of instills in us a sense of caution and making sure that we make the right steps before we do anything really serious. So that's my thought on that. What do you yeah. think? I would tend to agree. I think there could be major changes in our administration. It could be something financial mm-hmm. it could be something with banks and inflation may really soar yes with yeah. a, with that solar eclipse yeah that's true that's the mm-hmm. point yeah it's already starting i mean look how food has increased in price right i yes. think it's going to get worse and i was reading i think it was on the bbc or was it the new york times that the price of heat in england is increasing 64 percent. oh god oh, this no. winter Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, that's that's uh, some kind of increase. That's really um, that's a that's more that, that's their heat their heating bill will almost triple. Yes, that's right. right? And it Think gets about really that. cold yeah. there too, folks. Yeah, well, damp. Da- yeah, yeah, it's damp. not like yeah, it's damp. It yeah. rains and it's damp a lot. Yes, so. that's that is actually worse than just being cold. <laughs> but cold and damp is nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just crazy. And I've been watching the, the prices gradually sneaking up in the grocery store. It's just incredible to watch that. Yes, yeah. yes, week after week. Yeah, I'm looking at the same things I buy every week, and they're increasing in price. That's right. Uh, it's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't really understand why that's happening, but um, yet it is. Well, COVID brought down the trucking and tr- and. and- Look, speaking of truckers, look what we have in Canada. I mean, with um, the truckers making that protest in oh, Ottawa. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
Yeah, everybody's affected by this thing. So, oh, yeah, everyone. It's really crazy. So, well, anyway, Miss Jackie, it's been awesome as usual. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me, Eileen. It's always my pleasure to come on your show. Oh, I really like it, you know, because you, you have a very level-handed and you really know what you're doing, know what you're saying. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll have you on again soon. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, you betcha. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thank you. Okay. So, how much time we got? Four minutes? Okay, I'll have to talk slowly. All right. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about what's coming up here. All right. We have a horoscope announcement. Oh, by the way, that's starting up again tomorrow or Monday. So, we're going to be, I've been off for a couple of weeks. And because I moved, as you probably all know, I'm now moved. I'm a half an hour closer to the station, so that helps a lot. So anyway, uh, we are starting the horoscopes back up tomorrow, and um, I'll be writing them tomorrow, and they'll be in the on the website, KKNW's website, uh, 1150kknw.com, and you'll find them right on the front page, and they'll be updated at about noon. Okay, so that's good. And then, okay, and let's see, what else have we got here? I'm trying to think of any other events. Since I've just moved, I just moved to Federal Way just the last few days, um, looking at, you know, what's going on. I've got a couple of events that are coming up in the future with Mary Beckman. We're going to be doing some events. We're going to be doing something, at, I believe, at Muckleshoot Casino, I think, in May sometime. It'll be a psychic event, and then there's another one on her show, the Metaphysical Meltdown. She's doing that, too. Kind of cool. So I'll be doing that, and she just asked me to do this yesterday, so this is great. So anyway, uh, let me just tell you the um, email addresses you can get a hold of Jackie at. You can get a hold of her at jcslevin, S-E-L-V-E-V-I-N, at gmail.com. And you can get a hold of me at jupiterrisingshow.com. Okay, and also eileengrimes.com. Okay, and so next week we have on Matt Shea. Now, Matt Shea, even though he was on a month ago, uh, we just decided to bring him on again because, by the way, I have to acknowledge Matt. I'm sure he's listening to the show. Hi, Matt. Um, that he helped me move for the last uh, two days, 31st and 1st. And he was such a godsend. We had a fun time doing it. We just, we went and had dinner at one of our favorite places that we usually go to. He's just awesome. And he really helped me out. And I can't thank him enough for that. I, you know, um, I, thanking people that I really appreciate is something I'm working on. And I'm just telling you that. Okay. So he will be um, on the show next week. And he's going to be talking about a new book that he's finally producing. He had some very good news during the last week. He got a, a, a company that's going to help publish his books, which is going to be great. And it'll be very, very little price to him. So he's very excited about that, too. And then also on February 19th, we have Wanda Buckner on again. And we're going to be talking to her about, you know, Pet Psychic and also her ability to pick up things from other people. So... It'll be a very entertaining show. So, and then I believe the fall. Oh, do we have anything on the following week? I don't think we do, but we might. Anyway, I'll have to go look. So, anyway, that's going to be good. So, uh, anything else you can think of? No, other than that, I've been saying it throughout the day on other shows, but specifically for your audience that I've become an uncle this week. So, (gasps) yay! 
very excited She's to so announce cute. that. <laughs> she was born February 1st, right? Mm-hmm. February 1st. My gosh, I've known so many people. My roommate's February 1st. Uh, Skip is uh, February 1st, too. Oh. Yes, that's when his birthday is. And we'll be going into their show next. That's right. Happy birthday, Skip. Anyway, so that's awesome. So congratulations. Well, thank great. you. First time being an uncle. Yeah, and I imagine that's very exciting for you. And I got your data written down so I can look at her chart. Mm. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up that stuff. That's really good. So how much time we got now? Uh, we can start wrapping up here. Well, okay. That's good. Anyway, um, let's see. I don't think there's anything else left. And we're, we're going to see everybody next week that shows up. It'll be awesome. So... Thank you very much for Jackie Slevin for being here today. We really enjoyed it. And we also enjoyed you for being here with us. So thank you, and we'll see you next week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.